There are exactly two anime properties I've had no idea how to start a review for since the conception of this podcast. And one of those is A Silent Voice. This is a movie that means a lot to me because of a lot of reasons, and it's one of the films that, as I've gotten older, it's become a lot more personal. Its messages hit harder and are more relatable, and its highs and lows are very um, emotionally impactful. A Silent Voice is a beautiful piece of fiction, literature, animation, film, and art. It is a raw depiction of the struggles faced by people with mental illness. And it is my favorite anime movie of all time. I have wanted to review this movie for so long. I've loved it since I first watched it back in about 2016. And it's a deeply personal one to review. With that being said, I'm Blank, you're listening to Otaku Dive. And this is my review of A Silent Voice. And just a quick disclaimer, this episode will focus on themes such as suicide, mental health and depression, anxiety, bullying, and a bunch of other trigger warnings that could spell bad news for some people. If you feel you are experiencing some type of mental health crisis, please reach out to the appropriate facilities that are equipped to deal with you in those situations. I know things can get hard sometimes, and I have been in that hole a couple times. It gets better. Please trust me and don't do anything rash. Thank you. So, quick crash course on what a silent voice is, because this isn't going to be a whole Here's the entire story. This is going to be a bit more of a personal episode, how I feel, how it's helped me. A Silent Voice focuses on our two main characters, Shoko, who is a deaf girl who has been bullied her entire life, and Shoya, one of her childhood bullies. Eventually, the bullying gets so bad at her school, she ends up leaving, and it's not the first time it's happened. In her life, it is a reoccurring thing. But when she leaves, all the blame gets put on Shoya. He goes from being friendly with most of the kids in his class to being an outcast. Shoya loses everything within a day. And flash forward to a couple years later when they're both teenagers. Shoya is in the worst state of his life imaginable. He can't picture himself living anymore. He's ready to end things. He has ripped his calendar in half, marked the day he's going to die, and before he commits suicide, he wants to talk to Shoko. And 
she seems to be doing good. She's in a not it's never quite explained what it is, but it's a I believe a support group for deaf people and people seem to like her there. She has a really kind sister and eventually these two reconnect. They start to become friends and a huge part of this movie is Shoya wondering if he even deserves the right to have friends, wondering if he's good enough, if what he's done in the past is so horrendous, he can allow himself to feel happiness, he can allow himself to feel joy, and he can allow himself that companionship. It's heavy stuff, but the way it is laid out in the story is very easily digestible. Um, <clears throat> that being said, if you have struggled with mental health issues such as depression, it might be a bit overwhelming depending on what your current mental state is. This movie is one I see as hopeful, especially with the ending, but getting through it can be daunting some days, especially if you've been through what Shoya feels. Eventually, we learn that Shogo is not this happy kind of person who thinks her life is going great. She hates herself. She blames herself for every single bad thing that has happened to the people around her simply because she is deaf. She's tired of living. She doesn't want to bring suffering or any of that to the people around her, to the people she loves. Towards the climax of the movie, or during the climax of the movie, I should say, Shoko attempts suicide. She leaves a fireworks festival early because she claims she has to study, even though it's the middle of summer, and Shoya saves her. It is an amazingly impactful scene that gives amazing characterization to both characters, and it is definitely a tearjerker, I will say that. If you are planning on watching this movie for the first time, have a box of tissues ready, because when it hits, it hits like a brick truck. But I believe the reason the story goes this way and the author of the original manga wanted to show these things was so the ending could bring hope to people. It doesn't end when Shoko tries to commit suicide and Shoya, while saving her, falls off a ledge. He survives, and he learns that he can trust the people around him, that he needs to live day by day, and that while life can be scary sometimes, it can also be beautiful. I don't want to go into too many details, 
with this episode simply because I really want people to experience this movie for themselves. I believe it is not only beautiful on a narrative standpoint, but Kyoto Animation, they've done amazing work, they always do amazing work in terms of animation. It's beautiful, the character designs are really good, but the thing that stands out most is the soundtrack. Um, there is this kind of main theme on the soundtrack. You can stream it on Spotify, you can listen to it on YouTube. I believe it's on Apple Music as well, so it's very easily accessible. Um, there is a piece called Lit Var, as in variation, um, that plays at the very end of the movie. It is played during the last scene. And it is a beautiful piece of music that somehow encapsulates the entirety of the film. It struggles, it encapsulates the struggles you see the characters face and ends off hopeful. This movie is extremely bittersweet at times and I really feel like I am rambling, but it is extremely hard to review because I love this movie so much. Um, I really don't know what to say other than watch it. There are very few anime movies, I would say, that are, like, mandatory to watch, especially over the last couple of years we've seen a lot of people get into anime for the first time. I personally have been in, a, in this community watching anime better half of a decade now, so I've seen a lot of the series people are like, oh, these are must-watches. In my opinion, A Silent Voice is a must-watch. And I'm sure that if people can binge watch eight episodes of Naruto in one day, they can watch this film. I know if you are Canadian, it is on Netflix Canada. The Blu-ray is very easily to access, um, like to purchase, I should say. You can buy it off iTunes, buy it off Google Play. And I think it is one of my favorite purchases I've ever made. And I genuinely just think that words can't spell out how good this movie is or good how good I believe it to be. The best I can do is say that if you are into beautifully impactful character dramas with bittersweet moments, beautiful animation, an amazing score, and extremely well-written, real-feeling characters with real emotions and illnesses, watch this movie or read its manga because there is an entire volume's worth of content that didn't make it into the film from what I've been told. A Silent Voice is much more than a film to me. It's much more than an award-winning manga series to me. It is reflective of what I see in my everyday life. 
And the reason I wanted to re release this episode this month, even though it's probably some of the worst work I've done, is because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I beg you, if you are in a spot where you are finding it hard to live, where you are finding life extremely difficult, you can't see the point. Seek help. Because I can tell you, making one mistake can ruin a lot of other people's lives as well. And I don't know if I put that right, but I am sure there are people out there that will care for you and help you and talk to you and listen to you because it is not worth taking your own life. <laughs>